Ten toes behind Jesus. Ten toes behind Jesus. Ten toes behind Jesus. I started ten toes. You know how it go. Used to have waves. Now I wear a big nappy fro. Then I fell down. Couldn't believe it until I stood up. Ten toes behind Jesus. Another episode of the Ten Toes Behind Jesus podcast. As you can see, we have a special guest woo, here woo, with woo. us today. <laughs> Ten Toes. Ten Toes. So you may know him. All of y'all probably know. All y'all probably know him. Y'all know him. If you don't know him, I'm shocked because everybody <laughs> probably know him. But Brittany, you want to tell them what we're talking about today? So today we are talking about a servant's heart. Yep. And so, before every episode, we always start off in prayer. So, with bowed heads, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all things. God, thank you for giving us this opportunity to fellowship and talk about you, God. I ask that you bless this podcast, and I ask that you bless the watcher or listener, God. Encourage them today, and let there be something said that brings them closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, so special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Introduce yourself to the people. To the people. To the ten tozers. Okay, let me introduce the song and present the other. Me, Kwame. Hey, y'all. My name is Kwame. Kwame! So, y'all, I'm excited about this episode. So, like, a little background. Kwame, like, it was one weekend where... I was at like three different churches. Churches were like, it was like, this was going on Friday here, Saturday here, Sunday here. And when I tell you, I saw Kwame at all them places, <laughs> like, <laughs> serving though, like, he was on the praise team, he was church serving chicken, like, I was just like, who is this dude? He was in the Easter play. <laughs> in the Easter play at somebody else's church. At somebody else's church. Now, me and Kwame go to the same church. Let me tell y'all, two Sundays ago, he wasn't at church all morning. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't at the 9 a.m. He wasn't at the 11 a.m. He come back to the 4 o'clock service. I'm telling my baby. Oh, he, he, he come back to the 4 o'clock service. I'm like, oh, I was over there at somebody else's church. You know, they had their anniversary. So I ain't going on up there. <laughs> Be everywhere. So, Y'all know him. He needs no introduction. Y'all oh, know so him. He go to my church. He go to her church. He go to your church. He got right. I go to my whole church. He go to my whole church. But it's the thing though, like he don't just pull up and sit. Like he doing something. He's like, on the praise team, like I said, serving chicken in the play. Like he always helping out when someone needs us. So it was hot dogs. It was hot dogs. I had left. <laughs> I was so ready to go. I had left. Uh, I didn't even get a plate. But yeah, that's what brought us. <laughs> that's what brought us to the topic: a servant's heart. Because Kwame is gonna serve. If he ain't doing What's nothing this? else, he is gonna serve. So Kwame, tell us how you started serving. Is this something that you have been doing since you were a kid? Like, have you always been like that, or did it just come as you grew? Came came as you. You know what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah. So I uh, grew up in church okay. uh, all my life, and. In church, my home church, we always did something. They always would say that you can't come in and just sit down. You got to yeah. do something. You got to be active in church. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I got older until I realized, like, started fully serving, like, mm-hmm. serving to, like, the capacity. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense. So I started doing instead of, like, 
picking up stuff. I start like doing like heavy stuff in church, yeah. like stuff that grown folks start doing. Mm -hmm. And I always would think about the saying that my grandma say that serving the Lord will pay off after a while. Mm -hmm. Serving the Lord will pay off after a while. Always. And I never thought that to be true. Well, I knew it was going to be true. I knew it was true. Yeah. But you know how folks say stuff and you like, oh, they just like. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, they're trying to encourage. Uh -huh. Yeah, they're trying to encourage. But it wasn't until I was in college, my junior year in college, I actually came into play. Well, I really, that saying really came to life. It came mm -hmm. to action and it really like shocked me. I was like, oh wow, like serving God really does pay yeah. off. Mm -hmm. like, so, yeah. so would you say it's something that's like truly in your heart now? Yeah, it is. I can say, and when I do interviews, I tell people that I have a gift of helping people. Mm -hmm. Hey! And a lot of people don't know that, that in order to help somebody, that's a gift because not everybody's able to help really another person. And so, I, if I'm able to do it, I'm gonna help the person. And so, I believe that I have the gift of helping people, and so it's in my heart, and I love to do it. Uh, the scripture says um, that we should be Christ-like. You know, when Christ came down here from spirit to man, mm -hmm. He didn't come. On a throne, he right. came down here as a servant, as a servant. and as he a died star. serving. Mm -hmm. And so we should be That's more right. like him, and you know, yeah. yeah I'm gonna serve till I die. Right. Been running for Jesus a long time. I'm not tired. <laughs> Period. And like, also, I found out about Kwame. He he plays the drums and the keys. And sings. Multi like, how old are you? I'm 21 going on 22. 21 going on 22. Serving the Lord. Playing instruments. Being folks balls. Ten toes behind the like, You're doing really good. So, true story. This, um, <laughs> back true in story. church, I was probably like a teenage, teenager going in middle school, going to high school. Uh, my pastor was uh, like, Quam uh, Quam do testimony service. Back then, they ain't had no praise and worship. They did testimony service. Testimony And so, I'm like, uh, I don't know how to do no testimony service. And so, she stood up there the whole time and testimony service about, you know, they can go hours. So, she stood yeah. up there the whole time with her hand around my shoulder saying, call on this one. Call on this one. Sing this song. Sing this song. Yeah, she was teaching me how to do it. Yeah. And so, now, like, it's so... I'm, it's common. I'm used to it, and I let the anointing flow, and so yeah, I let God take over. This this the most important thing when you serve anyway. People let supposed to uh, work upon the anointing, not That's fleshly. Right. Yeah, not just doing your, do yeah. your own thing. Exactly, because they'll never turn out well. Do you, Do you ever feel like there was a time where you didn't feel like serving, or you just were like drained, exhausted, and all the time? <laughs> All the time, you know, it's like sometimes when you like the other day, you see me. Mm -hmm. I wanted to sit down, I didn't feel like doing nothing. You know, that's in about when you work in mm -hmm. church all, mm -hmm. all the time and you're doing stuff, you want to just yeah. relax, you want to come in and just be a, a bench member mm -hmm. and just sit there and enjoy the service. But when you, when a person knows what you're capable of and knows what you're able to do and know that you can help them, then they're going to ask you to help them and me when they asked me i was like "Ooh, I, I 
friend walk into the locker room, walk to the classroom. I'm in the classroom, not even paying attention to my math class. Ooh, Lord. I said, Lord, please, please, like, come to rescue, come to rescue. And the next day, I had walked in school and he looked at me and he didn't say nothing. And like, he didn't say nothing at all. Like, he, he like forgot about it. And I, I told the Lord, I said, I said, you. Lord, I ain't, I ain't think you was gonna, gonna come through like that. Like, you came through, through. Like, yeah, right? I, I said, I ain't think it was like for real, for real, until, until I seen yeah, it, and I was like, wow. So that's when I like, really came into knowledge, like, mm. oh, like God is real, for real, for, like, real. for real. Like, like I knew God was real, right. but yeah. now, now right. I experienced yeah. it, like, right. And it, and so the second part, it wasn't until I started. Um, this is one time I was doing testing on service. And I was doing testimony service, and I was, um, the service was all high, and the you know, anointing was in there. And this lady said, oh, praise, praise the Lord. She said, I'm going to start calling you Mr. Anointing. I said, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> said, uh-uh. Said, no, no, you ain't. And so, as soon as that service was over the next week, I started, like, going through, like, so much stuff. Like, oh, everything that started wow. happening. And I was like, oh, like. So the devil want to come attack for real. Mm-hmm. Like, he want to come like the anointing was so heavy, and I, yeah. and I let God use me, and the, the devil was mad, and he trying to like come like yeah. mess up something. And so I began to pray and talk to God, and God pulled me out of that out of that uh, what I was going through the whole week. And so I can say that's when I started like doing like getting my connection deeper to Christ, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. praying more. Like instead of listening to my grandma, you know, start doing stuff on my own and start praying on my own, fasting on my Man. own, speaking in tongues on my own, yeah, and going through intercession for myself. That's when I knew, like, yeah, I, I, it's this for me. Right. So yeah. you, you looking up scripture? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say like, y'all know I'm looking up a scripture and it's in my mind, but like. Just know. Yeah, no. What's the script say? Uh, though he slay me, yet 
Will yeah, I, I trust, trust him? And even when you were talking about how, like, and I appreciate your transparency and your honesty in saying that sometimes you don't feel like certain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's a push, and a lot of people um, tend to think that, like, the areas that we are gifted in come easy to us. And sometimes the gift comes easy, but we still have to have that that push mm-hmm. to do it. And a lot of people don't count the cost that comes with the anointing. Like, there's a call, like you said, when that lady came up to you and was saying, like, you're, the, like, you're anointed... Mm-hmm you immediately start going through warfare. And a lot of people don't really know until you get in it, like, there's a cost to it. We must bear the same sufferings that Jesus suffered. So it's not going to come easy, but I still see Kwame serving y'all. Yeah. Every week. Well. And, like, you told him he's smiling big. He's smiling big. And, look, he got to walk around the whole church. Yeah. Speak to everybody. That's so good. Do love and kindness have I drawn thee. Mm-hmm. 
So if you, first of all, you got to love the people. First. Yeah. Ooh, let's talk about loving the yeah, people. For, with serving, you have to love the people because in church, there's some folks in the church. I was going to mm. say, so how do you, how do you serve? <laughs> I'm trying to say it to where it's relatable to the people, but it don't sound bad. Like, well, I'm going to just say, how do you serve when somebody is really irritating you? Like. Somebody's really just getting on your nerves. How do you remain faithful in that situation? And how do you keep a good attitude? Prime example. I'm going to tell you a story. Story time. Don't say no names. Don't say no names. We was having uh, a conference. Our annual conference. And I was doing choir rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And I was the, the choir director for that night. And a person was like, uh, we don't know that song. Y'all, y'all, and he just came in and trying to like take over mm-hmm. and tried to say, oh, y'all want to sing this? Well, yeah, come on, sing this. Every break. And I looked and I just looked at him and I had kind of, I had started getting the plus then. Get the plus uh, a little bit. Plus. But I said, I had to realize who I was and I said, um, I pulled to the side. I said, hey, I'm respectfully, I'm the choir director. Right. Other night, so if you don't know the songs, then I mean, that's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I'm here for to teach the songs. To teach mm-hmm. the songs. And if you don't want to go up on my leadership, then it's okay to not sing. Like, I'm not gonna be mad. Like, you can right. sit, sit the night out tonight, mm-hmm. it, it's totally okay. And from that situation, I learned that you're not gonna be able to please everybody. No, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's what do you say? What did my grandma say? It's impossible. To please everybody, mm-hmm. especially in the church, because there's always gonna be some some naysayers in the mm-hmm. church that try to that. I'm gonna say that's just a, a your gift. Let me say that because right. not everybody can operate in your gift yeah. the way they want to. They yeah. they probably have the gift, but just because they have the gift, they don't have the anointing that God gave you for right. that gift. And yeah. Period. And like with church, you have all ages, mm-hmm. like. All backgrounds, like people grew up in this era, then you coming up in a whole different era, and so um, there's just a lot of things to like consider because a lot of stuff is like, you know, I understand what they're saying, and you know, maybe they came on a little too strong, or like, you know, was rude or was mean, and it's like, well, you know, back in that time, that's all they knew, like that's like that was normal. So it's just a lot of stuff. Uh, and with yeah. that, with the older generation that's in church, now you know. You really get pushed back with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, we ain't. They, they ain't how we used to do back back then. They mean you well, though. Yeah, they, they mean you well, well. But I think a lot of times you got to like just talk to them. Just yeah. like let's have a conversation. Yeah. Times are so right. different. Like like a, a, you gotta like bridge that gap. Exactly, because yeah. the way God moved moved back then mm-hmm. is different. Oh. The way God moved back then yeah, is different yeah. from the way God is moving now. Because mm-hmm. God is calling the young people different. i seen a post where it says, like I said, that you can't scare the this generation into being saved Ooh. now. Wow. And, wow. Keep going. What else it says? <laughs> That's deep, no. no. You can't scare the generation of being saved now. You got to come to them on their level. You got to come to them on a millennial type style. To get them say, because if you if you really think about it, if you live living in today's society, there are young people that's hungry mm-hmm. and wanting to get to know Jesus, and you just got them let them do it the way they want to, but at the same time, remind, remind them of the scripture that says, 
um, once you see the light, walk therein. Yeah. So if you bring bring them in the way they worship, worship them the way they worship them, and bring them in the church, and they see how things operate in the church, once they see the light and once they see the right way, they're gonna fall in the right way. Yeah. I think a lot of times people try to change a person. Yeah. Them say I still let God change. Yeah, God has to change. And I always the only God can change your heart. Right. Only, only, only. God can change your heart. It ain't nothing life. you can do. <laughs> you just live the life and let God do the rest. What did it say? Um I think it was Paul talking. He was like, I watered Apollo's planet, but God gave the increase. Uh -huh. And it might be the other way around. But I'm paraphrasing it's Kwame would say. But <laughs> only God can give that increase. But speaking of the season saints, you talk about your grandmother a lot. So, what are some other things that That's your good. grandmother has instilled into you? Just some wisdom for all of us. Some wisdom. Oh, it's so much. Because everybody said that you like, like, just let my grandma say it. It's so much. Like, my grandma was the reason why I stayed into church, being a young person. Because, yes. you know, there are plenty of things that. I could have been doing yes. if it wasn't for my grandma. My grandma, she often, <laughs> I'm laughing at it now, but back then when funny, she would kind of like guilt shame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Save folk don't do that. Save folk don't say, do that. Say, you can't be saved doing, doing all that. Mm -hmm. And I was with, I, I wouldn't say it was a negative thing because it, it was like a, a reminder yeah. as to why I shouldn't be doing this. Because right. the scripture says, and this would be a part of the wisdom, and she often say this, that um, it's, I think it's in John, it says, be in the world, but no, but, not, but, but not, not of the world. You When you, in God's kingdom, when you take on the name of Jesus, and you get baptized, and get the Holy Ghost, and get salvation, you become part of God's kingdom. So, mm -hmm. you don't, do the things that you used to do. Right. You are changed. You are, you are a new creation. And yeah. so, the things you used to do, the friends you used to hang out with, you don't supposed to do it no more. Yeah. And it's important that you don't do it because if you don't do it, your friends you used to hang with are like, oh, I see a change. Let me mm -hmm. let me see what he's doing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, a lot of young people, they say that being saved is not fun. Mm -hmm. But being saved, it is fun, but it come, come with, with little hurdles and, and obstacles. Because mm -hmm. I'd I, I be lying if I say that it's glitter and gold. It's peach and cream over here. Because right. sometimes I'm like, oh, God, like, like, what, like, what, what you doing? What like, you doing, like, like, how you let that happen to me? Yeah. But I oftentimes got to remind myself that the scripture said that if you're going to live God in this present world, you're going to suffer persecution. Yeah. And that's what molds you into being a person that you are. Mm -hmm. that, that it builds was, character. Right, it builds character that um increases your your anointing, increases your, your faith in God, your prayer life. So And I would just say like to anybody who because I have heard people say like I don't know how I can live safe and not be bored. You're never gonna be bored. Like you always gonna be going through like you will never like get to the place to where you just know everything about God and you know the heights mm -hmm. and the depths of who he is. So I'm I feel like I'm constantly always getting to know God. I feel like he's always showing me something different. He's always taking me new places. He's always growing me and watering me. It's a really exciting life, you know? So and then like the people around you too, like 
I mean, being around safe people and good people, like, mm -hmm. you ain't got to worry about nobody crossing you or, like, doing mm -hmm. this, doing that. Like, it's just, I don't know, because I've been in the world before, and, like, uh, this, I never, ever, ever go back. It ain't want to go back, trade that, but, like, It ain't nah. nothing like having it that gripping that solid rock. Like, sure. you got something to hold on to. Man. And when you in the world, it's just like, you just out here and you ain't got... It's like an emptiness, like, you know. Die, like, that ain't fun. Yeah, it, it, it ain't fun. I done been there and it, it wasn't fun. And so. it's good when you have people save friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like these, these good folks yeah. that that hold you accountable. Yeah. And, and be that, that comfort zone. Because, mm -hmm. let me say, and I don't know why this, this dropped in my mind, but Sometimes <laughs> you won't relate to somebody. Let me say if you in church and you going through something. The mm -hmm. people in the world not gonna relate to you. Mm -mm. They yeah. gonna they gonna always say say something negative about because they yeah. they don't know they don't understand. But mm. if you go talk to somebody that's that knows what you're going through, that's been through it, that can help you through it, that can encourage you through that that moment. Yeah. That's really important. That's that's good on your behalf because right. you got somebody that can hold you up. Yeah. Mm. Woe to him who is alone when he falls. That's scripture, y'all. That was good. Yeah. Really? You got anything you want to uh, add? Uh-uh. You fool? Yeah. I was going to really repeat what you just said. That was so true. Like, uh. <laughs> Quality Garden preached us on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, we got uh -uh. 21. Like, that's crazy. Like, Okay, so you answered the, you asked him the uh, what would you do to encourage okay what what keeps you ten toes behind Jesus? Um that's gonna be the last question. What keeps me ten toes behind Jesus? I would say my faith. Mm -hmm. My faith keeps me ten toes behind Jesus because My faith is very. Well, you can say that's all you need, just a little bit. But I got, I got so much faith. Oh, big faith! Period. Uh, and oftentimes in my prayer, I say, um, "Lord, increase my faith." Yeah. Yeah. Cause I want to. <laughs> I want to believe and depend on you more. More. And I know sometimes, and this is just me. You know how sometimes you just go through your everyday life and you, you think that you doing it on your own. Mm -hmm. And I once I get my mind set and sewn on something, I go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. And not consulting God about uh -huh. it. And not praying about it. I was like, okay, like let me go and do this. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I would do it and God make it, make it fail, make it just yep. and crumble. I'm talking about... To the ground. As soon as you it was, get it was plenty of times where that had happened to me. You think I got my lesson by now. Mm -hmm. It was plenty of times where that had happened and I would have to go back and pray. And mm -hmm. I had to tell God, like, oh, God, uh, let me apologize first. Yeah, let me, right, but yeah. also let me have faith that you're going to do it and you're going to work it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And prime example, um, I was lost my scholarship and I was... Mm -hmm. I had got a notification and I had started um, calling UAB saying um, this, that, 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 that. And 
God already told me that he's going to work it out. Mm-hmm. And, but me, me being me and me being overthinking, because, you know, us being human, we're going to always overthink. And I was kept on calling, kept on calling, and the folks was not answering the phone. Mm-hmm. Was not answering the phone. And I was on the field day. That was back when I was teaching. Mm-hmm. I had got a notification saying, oh, uh, sorry, Mr. Owens, there was a mistake. Uh, we had the wrong information. You do not lose your scholarship. You still got a scholarship. God worked it out. I, right. And that's the thing. Sometimes you got to be still and know that he is God. Mm-hmm. And he is the God that can do anything but fail. And so I had to remember that. And it's also a daily and constant reminder that mm-hmm. if long as I keep trusting in God, keep having faith in God and know that he can work out any problem, situation, any thing that I'm going through, that it's going to be done without questioning. And so that's why I would say that my faith keeps me 10 toes behind God because I know that he will never fail. The scripture said that he'll never leave, never forsake you. Lo, he'll be with you always through the end of the time. Whatever the scripture say. But, and that's what keeps me grounded. Keeps me grounded. Period. I hope y'all keep chewing on that word. <laughs> keep chewing Chew on it. that word. Get, get full. Get, get it get full. deep down in your spirit. Get it deep down in you because I know I'm going to be chewing on that word. But a servant's heart. A servant's heart. Thank you so much, Claudia. Thanks, Claudia. I feel, I feel welcome. <laughs> I feel welcome as well. Well, we appreciate you coming to be on the podcast, podcast. with us. Y'all comment down below if you can relate to some of the things that Kwame was talking about. We want to hear from y'all, and I'm pretty sure he want to hear from y'all, too. So, yeah. Kwame, share this with your grandma, your friends, your yeah, auntie, your uncle, it's your TT cuz, the folks at uh, Day Church. Day, day Church! Day church. Day well, church. All, the church. all the churches, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, yeah. Really, you got anything you want to add? I was going to say, I See, this the end of today's podcast episode. Don't forget to cop you some merch. Period. Cop you some merch. Um, and that's all. And don't forget to stay ten toes behind Jesus. Because you know he's ten, ten toes, toes behind, behind you. you. Peace. Bye, y'all.